I think this one's going to be another sort of shootout game. Unbelievable, though. The Cardinals got six sacks against a, against a proper... You know what? what I'm, doing it. I'm doing it right now. Oh, God, you are useless. Hey, I was quite surprised that the Colts are plus one. It's worth a bloody ground. Hello and welcome to Throat in Rotation. Welcome to our second episode of the night. Just recorded some week one takeaways, week one storylines that will persist. So go check that out if you haven't already. Now we're going to look ahead to week two. Got some fantastic matchups. Starting with Vikings at Eagles. Thursday night football is in a few hours as we're recording. Uh, Ash, so just to set us off, set the podcast going um, tell us something that you've never ever told anyone before. But <laughs> I was not expecting this question. Yeah, no, it's uh, just a nice casual little conversation starter for the for the beginning of the pod. What what, what would just I nice have... and light and breezy? What would I have not told? I'm pretty quite, I'm quite an open guy. I usually yeah, tell everyone yeah, most yeah, things. Well, I'm trying to no. think of something I wouldn't have said. God, and now I'd be exposing myself to. Massive huge, amounts of listeners. Yeah, a huge <laughs> audience. Who knows? Sometimes we get a hundred downloads. Sometimes we get two. That's true. That's true. You've really so, put me on the risk. spot there. I really can't. Yeah, no. I, I can't think of one. That's fine. That's fine. Um, to all you listeners, please get in touch with us at Throw in, throw in Rotation. Tell us something that you've never told anybody else. Um, actually, probably email it rather than put it on Twitter because then you'll be telling <laughs> loads of people. So, Ash, what's our email? Um, you put me on the spot again. Oh, God, you are useless. Hey, 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 it's been a long it's, time. Oh, I've got it, we I've got we it, don't got get it. emails, so... <laughs> throw it in rotationpod at gmail.com. That's because nobody emails. Throw it in rotation. And nobody listens to us. Pod at yeah. gmail.com. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do you have one, then? No, I don't. I'm the host, and I'm moving it on to our best uh, bet. My best bet um, <laughs> is one that I literally suggested last week, and it didn't come in. So take that as you will. But I liked it every. I liked it last week. I like it every week. That is a plus prize. Patrick Mahomes to throw over two point five touchdowns. Five to four is the prize you're getting this week, as uh, the same as it was last week. Um, and he got two. He got two in week one versus the Lions um, fairly early on as well. So I thought we were all in the clear, but he was let down massively by his uh, wide receivers. Um, Darius Tony drops. Yeah, one of the worst. um, I think it was, I think I saw a stat earlier today. It was PFF's worst ever grading for a wide receiver in in one game was 40. And then... um, his his was twenty eight, so it was like historically <laughs> bad bad game from him. Obviously led to the pick six, and none of the receivers drops? could. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Uh, none of the receivers could um, could make any catches at all, or they weren't really doing anything after the after the catch as well. It was a uh, Mahomes looked fine. It looked they looked like Mahomes. It was just a complete no show from his receivers. Travis Kelsey is back in practice. Still limited, but he has said um, that he thinks he'll be ready to go. To be fair, I think he probably said that about last week, but um, I'm going to believe him. And to be fair, I'd be taking this prop whether or not he he was playing. To be fair, there's no way the receivers can have such a bad game yet again. And even if they did, Mahomes still got two. 
basically, um, yeah, take this take this prop anytime you get a plus price, and he's doing it against um, Jacksonville Jaguars, who I believe have really suspect secondary conceded points to the Colts last week, to be fair, and rookie 21. quarterback Anthony Richardson. Yeah, there you go, exactly. Uh, he threw Mahomes through four touchdowns against the Jaguars last year, and he's thrown three-plus passing tutties in 46.2% um, of games since becoming a starter. That's regular season and postseason as well. Um, I actually did the research for that uh, little stat, so pat on my back. But yeah, nice basically... Work. Always, always back my homes. Always back my homes. Touchdowns at this price. What, what are your thoughts, Ashley? Yeah, I like it. Um, I think it's going to be massive if Kelsey is playing. I think, I mm-hmm. think it's a banker if Kelsey's playing. Yeah, but if he doesn't, there's still a good chance, as you say. That Jags defense isn't great, um, and it's Mahomes, as you say. The receivers shouldn't shouldn't be that bad again. Um, so yeah, Kelsey in. It's a easy, easy money. Uh, I expecting it to be a quite high scoring match as well. There should be should be back and forth. I'm expecting mm. the Jaguars to be able to put points on there. Trevor Lawrence uh, to to play well. Chris Jones is going to be back, obviously, so that might be a bit trickier. But um, you know whether or not it's uh, like a repeat of the Dolphins Chargers game in Week One. I think there's going to be points there for Kansas City at least. So yeah, go with the over two and a half tutties. Five to four with bet three six five. That's where I found that. Ashley, what's your first best bet of the weekend? So I've been looking at some totals, and I think mm. there's a great match up here for the Seahawks at Lions. Um, the total over. is over over forty seven mm. and a half. Yeah, and I'm going for it. Um, you're getting minus like one one ten on that, so just under even money. Um, last two games, Seahawks won 48-45, and then they also won 51-29. So last couple couple of games, which have been recent, um, they've been high-scoring games. You've got two leaky defense defenses there. Um, the Seahawks gave up, what, 30-odd points to the Rams last week, and they didn't even have Cooper Cup. Um, and the Lions scored the fifth-most points last season. Seahawks, the ninth-most points, so they can both... They can both do it. Both got shitty defenses. I think for me, it's, it's got to happen. The recent history there. Um, obviously, the Seahawks' offense was poor week one, but I think it will bounce back. You know, Gino, DK Metcalf, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. They've got the talent now. I think it will be fine. Just a bit of an off one against against the Rams, but yeah, I think that's 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 a. I'm all in on this pick. I think it's got it's got to happen. Surely. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fully behind you with this one. I've seen it tipped a few times as well. Forty seven is not a it's not a high points total, not for when the offences were as high powered as as they were last year, as you just mentioned. They were both offences capable of making big plays and their defences that are both capable of conceding I big plays as well. Probably Go the on. only reason it's not as high like you're sort of pushing the fifty mark is because well, well, the Lions scored what, like twenty odd points, twenty one points against the the Chiefs, and everyone was expecting that total uh, the on that game to be high, and it wasn't. Yeah. And obviously, also the Seahawks' offense let them down um, last week. Um, only got thirteen points, I believe. So there is that, but yeah, I, I think this one's going to be another sort of shootout game. I think the Seahawks are better than they showed. Um, so yeah, I like this pick a lot. 
Yeah, I've also, um, in the, the spreads that I like for this week, I've got the Seahawks plus four and a half uh, against the Lions. And the line did actually open up as plus six, but I think the uh, Seahawks have had some good injury news. Jamal Adams and Devin Witherspoon, both in their secondary, obviously uh, missed week one, but they're back both practicing now. Um, so I, I kind of think that line was a bit of an overreaction to that. Uh, to those week one games, both of them where the Lions were kind of fortunate to be um, to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Good performance, of course it was. Um, but we see anything happens in week one. Maybe the Rams are actually better than we thought they were going to be. Like Seattle definitely should be putting up more than thirteen points. Or how however, or however, why can't I say however what? or however uh, many it was? But um, I they. they like you say, you, you mentioned there's wide receivers there. Gino was really one of Gino's worst games um, since becoming a Seahawk. Um, and interestingly, since 2005, a team that lost by double digits in week one covers a spread more than 60% of the time. So like I said, it's seemingly maybe a bit of a market overreaction there. Week one, rustiness, they didn't play in the preseason. Anything can happen. So what were you saying is the overreaction, the plus four on the Seahawks, is it? Uh, well, yeah, so the Seahawks, they come out and they were plus six. So I th- I just think it, I don't think there's too much um, like talent difference in these two teams at no. all. Um, so I'm, I was more looking at it be like a, it'd be a scratch game, but the Lions are at home. So, you know, the, the Lions minus two or something like that. So I think the Seahawks minus six and now into or plus six into plus four and a half represent some real value. Jared Goff was mm. decent last week. Nothing special. Special, um, and like I say, the Chiefs weren't at their at their full strength. I'm expecting a high scoring game. I'm expecting a close game. So the the Seahawks plus four and a half is definitely value for me. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. What's your next next best bet, buddy? Next best bet, another total, um, and we're going for Giants at Cardinals. We're going under. 39 and a half total points at minus 110 again again just under even money um i mean yeah we don't the, the giants put up zero points in week one zero mm. um you know obviously that um the dallas defense was unbelievable um the pass rush they had and you know mika parsons setting the tone straight away um they just couldn't handle it and you know, I look at the Cards defense, and they were very, very impressive against um, the Commanders. You know, um, a lot of pressure by the defense. Sacks from Lecky Foto, Victor Demuki. I don't know how to say it. Victor Demukeji. Demukeji. However you want to say his name. Two from Dennis Gardek, Carlos Watkins, Jonathan Ledbetter. Just sacks galore. I think that pressure is going to come again um, on that Giants offense. I think they're going to struggle once again. Um, Cards obviously not doing much um, on the offense with Dobbs at quarterback. Both op- offenses failed to score a touchdown in week one. I can see that happening again. So, yeah, um, I'm taking that total um, under 39.5 points. Yeah, obviously it's, it's a low one, but as as you just laid out there, there's plenty of, of reasons for that. It's kind of unbelievable that the Cardinals got six sacks against a against a proper team in in week one definitely wasn't expecting that um 
but with Josh Dobbs facing off against Daniel Jones, who still baffles me how much he's paid, um, then I think the unders. <coughs> Always a good idea. Then I could I could see with, with New York Giants coaching, um, I could see them going off, like especially on the ground. I could see Saquon Barkley having having a big game, and then um, you know the Giants defense is not a not particularly special unit. So who knows? Josh Dubs, you know the Cardinals might get a touchdown or two, and then and then you're getting close to that to that points total already, but. Um, I, I think it's a good play. I don't trust either of those offenses to move the ball at all. And like your your points against Commanders, did you say they're all defensive points? Yeah, so it's over field goals, and the only touchdown was from from the defense. So after that, Gardeck, I think Gardeck hit the ball out, and Cameron Thomas recovered it and got the touchdown. So yeah, um, our offense basically did nothing. The Giants' offense did nothing against the Cowboys. I think for me, yeah, obviously, you know, only week one, take a pinch of salt, whatever. But, yeah, I think there's enough there to to take the under. Obviously, as you say, it is quite low. But, yeah, I just can't I can't see us. can't see there being many points in it. Except, like, our defense as well, obviously, has been so good. You know, great stuff for Jonathan Gannon in that regard. Um, and I think as soon as you start getting that pressure on, on Daniel Jones, he is going to struggle and... He just completely he, he didn't do anything. I think I think I think they like looked quite good in that in that first opening drive, um, and I think they got quite down the field. And then after that, they just lost all momentum. So that's going to be like a worry, you know. If your offense hasn't scored any points um, in week one, like that's a big concern anyway. As it is, like even the Cardinals managed to get down the field to score a few field goals. You know, and they they kept Daniel Jones out there like it's not like they pulled him when it got to an unassailable lead or a half time or whatever. They kept putting Daniel Jones out there like right till the very end, and he's just still they couldn't do anything. And that um, the Dable, the head coach, Stephen said they were just trying to get something going, get a first down, get a touchdown, get some points on the board, just to you know kickstart their season, feel a bit better about themselves. And they they just couldn't even when Cowboys would obviously. The game was won. They they weren't um, you know, putting on as much pressure as they as they could have. So yeah, it's quite a very worrying start for the Giants on both sides of the ball. Um, but as far as the Cardinals' defense, you like maybe it was a bit of week one overhype because you're playing a uh, you're playing Sam Howell, but the Commanders. First, their, their receiving cause there is, is very good, as we've spoken about before, and their their offensive line is not supposed to be bad. It's not supposed to be a it's top, not, uh, bottom, bottom ten offensive at line all. at all. So, for you to come out with with six sacks and to like, did you have the lead in the fourth quarter? You, it was very close in the fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah, it was. It was just sort of right, <laughs> right at the end. Like, we took the lead. Obviously, after that touchdown, we held it for ages, and then yeah, just couldn't hold on. Um, but yeah, obviously, got to give the that defense a lot of credit. Um, so yeah, I, I can I can see it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, quite like it. That's a massive. Uh, that's a big win for for Gannon there, just having his defense look competitive. And if that can stay the stay the way for the whole rest of the season, then that's uh, that's exactly. a massive tick against his name. Bodes just well for the future. Just wait until Kyle is back. Just wait mm. until Kyle is back, mate. That defense is looking unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable! It's a bit, and, a bit of a and then Kyler comes back. 
Yeah, elite, elite K1. Mate, All right, let's move it on to my next All of my bold predictions. We? <laughs> we just spoke about how good Brock Purdy is. MVP. Wow. Damn, God. do you have Brock Purdy for MVP? In one of my bold predictions, I did, yeah. Wow. Scene, scene, scene. Good start for that as well. All right. My actual next best bet is Michael Thomas. Well, actually, listeners, you can choose however you want to take it. My best bet, in a couple of words, is Michael Thomas. You can either go with the um, with his yardage line. It's 51 and a half. You're getting 10 to 11 minus 110, however you like it. For that, or I quite like him to get 100 plus yards, um, which is priced at... 27 to 4 slash 7.75 slash plus how much would, uh, how does the US work plus plus 775 I think it would be um almost 8 to 1 for Michael Thomas to get 100 yards I picked up a few fantasy shares of Michael Thomas before the season this guy I think is quite undervalued uh, just needs to feel a bit healthier um get his body feeling a bit a bit Better a bit right. Uh, obviously, it's quite a big if with how the last couple of years have gone, but there's no reason that it couldn't happen. So I think buy and low was a good uh, was a was a good idea. His production could easily outweigh uh, the projections from the fantasy community or, or from the bookies with uh, you know an all right offensive line there and Derek Carr throwing to him. And so week one he went five for sixty one against that Titans defense. Um, and that's on a day that the, the New Orleans offense looked a bit out of sorts, uh, even though Derek Carr did throw for 300 yards, so there should be plenty of yards to go about um, in this game. They're playing the Carolina Panthers, sorry, should have said that before, but yeah, there should be plenty of yards to go about for Derek Carr to spread it around, even if Olave has a big day. doesn't mean that Thomas can't as well. Um, one of the main reasons I like this is that J.C. Horn is out, Declared out already. He's easily Carolina's best player in their secondary. It's not a very good defense at all. I don't think they got Brian Burns there, but don't rate the no, pass rushing unit. I think as I an think, overall, I think it's top, yeah. You don't mind it, do you? I think it's about a top twenty defense. Top twenty. I think I put top twenty at their ceiling part. I think uh, a lot of people would agree with you there. To be fair, but it's, it's not a defense you should be scared of. This passing game should get going against them without J C Horn. Um, this is another spread I like actually as well. The Saints minus three. Uh, there was a very messy game against the Titans, but I feel like the Titans can do that to you at times. They obviously make it really physical. They force out mistakes, but like I said, Carr still threw for three hundred yards. They came out with the win, and then their their offense was just rolling at times. They just couldn't quite get it clicking to get you know touchdowns etc on the board. So, yeah, Michael Thomas over 51.5 yards if you're looking for those sort of odds. But if you're looking for a, a, a big single or to even chuck it in a in a multi, then go with Mo, Mo, uh, Michael Thomas 100 plus yards. And if you're not a better but you're still listening to this episode, get him in your fantasy team. Mm. Yeah, no, I like you it. You agree? Yeah, no, I like it. You like it? Uh, mm. When I was looking at that, yeah, uh, just seeing how what he did week one. 61 yards or five receptions, very, very not decent. As we all know, Derek Carr will chuck it up. Um, yeah. And the Saints, I think the Saints will be a lot better than they were last year. Um, I think they're probably going to be the best team in that division. The Panthers, overall, I don't think they're great either. So I quite like that. And yeah, I was actually looking. It was interesting you saying, because when I got up his stats, I've seen your trade for him in February. 
and you traded oh, really? two thirds and two fourths for him, and I think that's definitely worth it. Like two thirds and two fourths. Mm. Yeah. For Michael Thomas, yeah. who's shown, I mean, obviously he's not done anything for the past three years, but before that, elite wide receiver, elite, um, elite, yeah, one of the top. And obviously, a lot of people are saying it could be in for a bounce back year. Had some time away. You think that he's had enough time now to sort of get, um, not sort of recover. Got into the team here and there last season. That is typically what happens. They come back. They play a few games, not quite up to scratch, but then the next year after. You, you see, yeah. you see him. You sort of break out again. You know, I think some somebody like Saquon Barkley comes to mind um, with yeah. him. Um, so yeah, I, I quite I like it. I think it's a good good pick. Nah, it's a good point about the injuries, and it? Um, happened with McCaffrey, and like you might we we spoke about it on the podcast before actually, where yeah, to go from like low, not doing anything, just recovering, and then back to full time football. That intensity change is often the cause of injuries so it might take it like another couple of less serious injuries and kind of build yourself up to it before you're fully yourself again but we'll see he's had so many injuries that uh, we'll, we'll see if he can make it through the whole season but all you need for this bet is for him to make it through the 60 minutes against the Panthers and I think he'll he'll pretty easily pick up 50 yards maybe even 100 Ash what's your your final best bet um well I will be moving on to um, spreads now, um, and I have a spread selection. Did you have another uh, over under? I only had two. Oh, have we already said two? We've said two. Seahawks, uh, Seahawks lines, and then Giants cards. Oh yeah, the cards. Yeah, the under, of course. My the bad. Under. Yeah, let's have a look at some spreads that we like now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll go first then. So Colts at Texans. I was quite surprised that the Colts are plus one. And so I like that. I like the Colts plus one. Um, I thought they looked mm, decent against the Jags. Um, put up 21 points against the Jags. Could have come away with a win there. Um, I thought Anthony Richardson looked pretty solid. 223 passing yards for one touchdown and a pick. Also had 10 carries for 40 yards and a touchdown. I believe he is the youngest player in the NFL to get... Um, passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown um so yeah pretty impressive there obviously looked a little bit shaky in the passing game as you'd expect but started to perform a little bit better as the game went on i think the colts overall are going to be better than the texans and i think because they're plus one i I just quite like that I, i was sort of expecting them to be maybe sort of minus three around that sort of area um so yeah, uh, that's why I saw the value in it and being plus one. Pittman, I thought he was obviously had a very good week one, two, eight receptions, ninety-seven yards, and a touchdown. Um, you know, uh, the Texans weren't bad against the Ravens, all things considered. It was an average, fairly average slash solid game for CJ Stroud, two hundred forty-two passing yards, no TDs, but no picks. Fairly safe game, uh, and the pass rush looked solid with Will Anderson, Jonathan Greenard, and Christian Harris all getting a sack, but. Yeah, I'm going for the Colts because they are slight underdogs. And yeah, I liked what I saw from them against the Jags in week one. Yeah, when I look at this game, it kind of feels like obviously two rookie quarterbacks, two brand new head coaches, um, two kind of dodgy dodgy rosters on paper. It kind of feels like a, a scratch to me. And so, yeah, I would agree you would take 
the underdog. But, you know, thinking about it a little bit more, I think the difference will be um, the Colts have a, you know, potentially top 10 offensive line. They were pretty good, actually, against the Jaguars last year. I think the offensive lines is what it will come down to about who's given their rookie quarterback the most time. The Texans' offensive line is is not good at all. Um, quite young, Laramie Tunsil was still good. He's still very good, but the um, he's the only the one. Rest really. of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the thing. They they're gonna need some time to grow. Shaq Mason looks like he may be a little bit past it now. Um, but yeah, they they let up quite a few pressures and and sacks. So I think that will be the key to the game. Richardson will get a bit more time than C.J. Stroud, who I think. Um, showed some good flashes there. They both did really, uh, as well as Bryce Young in their debuts. Um, CJ Stroud impressed me with the poise that he showed. Um, he wasn't very good under pressure in, in college actually, but um, he was the uh, relatively speaking in week one. So yeah, I, I think the the massive difference in offensive line means that I do like the Colts. Oh yeah, Colts as underdogs. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely like them. Um. Obviously, it is in Houston, um, so home so that home advantage. But yeah, I think I think in, in general the Colts are better. Um, obviously, no Jonathan Taylor's pretty huge, but I think you've seen before. Even though he didn't have a good week one, um, Deion Jackson did fill in well at times um, last year when he needed to. Um, so yeah, I just don't. I don't think the Texans are there yet. You know, promising signs at points, and you know we have said that they will get better. Um, in our four offenses, I did say that they would improve. Um, but yeah, I I just think yeah, the underdog. I'm taking the underdog. Yeah, I do. I am actually looking at it kind of surprised that they that they are underdogs. Obviously, they're away, but well, that's what their that was the main lines, one. But... That, that was the main one for me. Just the fact that I saw them as underdogs, I thought, yeah. this is the value, I've got to go for it. Yeah, they, they, I mentioned their offensive line, um, but their defense, to me, looks a, a lot more talented than the Texans' D as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going um, to be hopping on the Colts plus one with you, I think. All right, my final spread, my final bet of the day is another plus slash minus one. And it's another away team, actually. It's Green Bay minus one at the Atlanta Falcons. Mm. Desmond Ritter was kind of poor, actually, versus the Panthers. Sign of the offense's successes were kind of in spite of him rather than because of him. And um, we all sort of like, I think Drake London got zero catches, and then Kyle Pitts got th- just three, three targets or three receptions. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be a while for him to develop if he if he ever actually does in that passing game. So their pass game is going to be pretty limited still. Um, and the Packers O-line looked really good in week one. Um, Jordan Love had a nothing nothing special, nothing amazing, but he had a good solid week one. He was getting the ball out on time and a big part of that was the time that he had in the pocket and, and how... How good his O-line was, I think they were the highest graded O-line uh, from week one. I don't really rate the Falcons, uh, the Falcons pass rush. Um, Christian Watson might be back. Romeo Dobbs looked looked good. It looks like he's continuing his development. But Christian Watson might be back. Didn't practice actually today. Uh, and neither did Aaron Jones. So maybe don't bet the house on this one. 
Um, but uh, I like Green Bay minus one at at the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, just to go goes to show how poor the passing game was for the Falcons. Desmond Ritter had more receptions than Drake London. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> Don't really even know I what happened to... there, but it happened. And yeah, Carl Pitts only had two receptions. Um, yeah, yeah, not not the not the most. Promising situation there, um, but yeah, Green Bay did actually look pretty decent. I know we both weren't too hot on them, but I think Jordan Love mm. sort of week one looked very, very solid, as you say, very much helped with that offensive line. Um, and again, the Bears are the Bears. Like even though I think there's been a lot of hype around the Bears, there's probably been been a little bit too much about them, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, they just did not turn up. But again, I think you got to take that with a pinch of salt because Green Bay just always shit on the Bears. In Chicago, as Aaron Rodgers said when he was there last season, he owns them. Hmm. And the Green Green Bay Packers seem that like they just own them, really. Um, so yeah. I, think, I think this will probably be a bit more of a tougher game, even though the Falcons aren't great. I think, by and large, maybe they are slightly ahead of um, the Bears in, in their situation. But minus one for the Packers, yeah. I think it could be a close game, but the way in which they they've started, I think yeah that they, they should. I don't yeah, I don't mind it. As I said, I'm not I'm not fully confident on it as you. I think you sort of said as well, but I think I don't think it's a bad show. Yeah, I'm kind of liking it more as I think about it more. I I trust Jordan Love more than I trust Desmond Ritter. The offensive line is definitely better for Green Bay, and the the defense is better as well. People are talking about this defense as one of the best in the league potentially. Um, so yeah, they've got the pass rush. The the Falcons don't really. So mm, yeah, I like I like minus one, and I like it a lot. But uh, you got any more bets for us, Ashley? I was gonna have a was little quick look just to see if there was anything off the top of my head. Um, let's have a little look. See, is there any money lines I like? Any money lines? No, Lots you know what? Money's... What's 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 the Go spread on. on the Forty ers We've been back in the Forty ers I think that Rams game offense, against the Seahawks was a bit of an anomaly. What's the spread on that? Minus eight, I think. Yeah, I think it is minus eight. I think you're right, which I'd, is a lot. I'd be taking minus eight against the Rams, though. Like, for the 49ers, you saw what they did against that Steelers um, defense. Yeah. They're in form. They're going to keep that momentum up. Rams aren't as good as they showed in week one. Yeah, 49ers going to blow them out of the water. Seven and a half, actually, is a spread as I'm looking on it uh, at bet365 at the minute so yeah don't even mind that you can even change that to um let's have a little work minus six and a half is four to six to so keep it under a touchdown if you like that but i think yeah maybe sean mcveigh has just got all these young players really really hyped really up for that game against the seahawks last week and maybe it was more of a of a coach job you can't deny some of the receiver productions they got from tutu at well and that um New Koa, that other rookie as well. Pakanakua, and, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where's that's, he that's come one. from? Struggled from over that. Lay round pick, yeah, no, he's looking good. And Matt Stafford was was in state, insane off the charts. But with the especially with no Cooper Cup, with the offense and the defense that 
they've got with it being as inexperienced as it is. You're going to need Matt Stafford to play like that every week. Um, and it's not really... That's not realistic for him to do that every week. It's not realistic to do that against Nick po- uh, Nick Bowser in this... Yeah, that's what I mean. This, like, this 49ers D, so yeah. The, the Seahawks defense is, is is shit. Like, it wasn't good last season, and it, it clearly wasn't good week one. You've then coming up... Now the Rams are going up against the 49ers defense, which is unbelievable. Like, at one point, Kenny Pickett literally could do nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like Nick Bosa, yeah. um, Fred Warner. You've got stars there. You've got studs. Like, the defense was probably just as impressive as the offense, really, against the, against the Steelers. So, yeah, I mean... Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait. Sorry, stop you there. I, um, I've written down this... Unless there's been some news, I've written down this handicap wrong for Green Bay. They're not minus one. They're actually plus one and a half. Wow. So that's so unless there's bit, been a bit of I like that like, even more injury news, yeah, well, of course. Um, what are they? Yeah, yeah. Let me have lump a look. on if they are minus one, half, minus one, yeah. one and a half. Hmm. I think there's, <sighs> I think the Falcons have been a little bit overhyped in general, hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, a lot of people been jumping on that bandwagon. So I, I think, I think, yeah, I wasn't so so certain at minus one, but plus one and a half, yeah, I, I like it a lot. So what is uh what is the spread that you liked? I liked the forty ers spread. I've oh, yeah, just yeah, seen yeah. on Paddy Power them minus seven at um plus one ten or minus one ten, sorry. 110. Oh. Minus one ten, sorry. Just under even money. So yeah, minus seven. I don't mind that at all. Nine, not at all. So you do a little treble little on oh, no, the Niners. Niners minus six and a half, Packers plus one. And then choose one of the other things we've said today at minus one ten. For example, under thirty nine and a half points and Giants at Cardinals. I'd probably prefer the Seahawks Lions selection. Seahawks Lions, yeah, no, I agree with that as well. But that's gonna pay out at better than five to one. You know what? what I'm, nice doing it, little... I'm doing it right now. Go on then. I'm doing it go right on, now. Forty nine is minus well. I'm, I might go, might actually, yeah, I'll take it down to the six and a half. Yeah, it's a bit stinky. What's the price on that, six and a half? Minus six and a half is four to six with three, six, five. So there's quite a bit of difference there. Let's have a look on Paddy's. Where is it? Where are oh, you? You stick homes over two and a half tutties in there. It's going to be a massive price. Where are you? On a six and a half. 1.73. I don't hate... I like it. I like it. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And then we had... Seahawks-Lions on the over. Seahawks-Lions on the over. I also like Seahawks. Yeah, that's that's low. That's low. Mm -hmm. That is is low. That's surprising, that is. And then Packers are... Could be a massive actor with with everything we've said today. Packers. I think I might do one with with everything that we've said on the uh, the pod. The Packers plus one and a half. Yeah, I'm getting yeah, six point two four odds. Hmm. There you go. That's worth a tenner. That's worth a body grand. What? Nah. Never. Oh well. 
just putting put Patrick Mahomes in there instead of one of the uh, so Patrick Mahomes over two and a half tuddies, Packers plus one, Forty Nineers minus six and a half. That's ten pound return seventy three. That's I like that a lot. Anyway, I'm not sure this is the best content at this stage. Let's wrap up the episode. Ashes place his bet. Um, Monday night football, Thursday night football is starting in 20 minutes, half an hour. So let's say goodbye to you on our second episode of the day. Hope you've enjoyed them both. And remember to let us know your deepest, darkest secrets <laughs> in our emails. Um, but Have yeah, you for now. Have you got one yet? Um, no. See you later. Bye.